You have found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, me and Pat are going to discuss the Bulls dropping uh, their season opener to the OKC Thunder. Also, in that game, Vooch and Billy Donovan get into a heated exchange, and Billy Donovan says confrontation is good. And lastly, we're going to ask, how can the Chicago Bulls improve before the game Friday against the Toronto Raptors? We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central YouTube pages and podcasts. I want to remind you guys that today's episode. That one threw you. That so one threw you for a loop. Yeah. You didn't know what to do with the bucket hat adjustment. I didn't know. Yeah, that was a new one. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepix.com slash locked on and use code uh, all lowercase locked on NBA for a first. First deposit match up to $100. Pat, man, um, this is a game where the Bulls look competitive in the first half of the game. Even coming out in the second half of the game on a 7-0 run, they really seemed like, hey, they 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 turned a deficit into a lead. Maybe they were going to get some things going. And then the OKC Thunder go on a barrage, and the Bulls just at that point looked dejected, never really got back in that game. And as soon as that lead got up, I think to uh, got around the 12, 11, 12 mark, it just felt like that game was over. Unfortunately, there were still like eight minutes left in the third quarter then, but the team just yeah. seemed like they were kind of out of it at that point. How do you feel about this loss, Pat? We're having the same conversation. That's how <laughs> exact I feel loss. We're having the same <laughs> conversations. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I, I think – all right, should I, shall we start positive, right? First game of the year. We don't have to, like, eviscerate this team initially. We will, though. But uh, I thought that the Bulls did some really good things defensively. I thought I saw a lot of good defensive schemes in there. I mean, it was a 62-61 to 61 game, and then all of a sudden we blinked. I literally was, like, calling the game, looked away for a second, looked back up, and we were down 11. I was like, what the heck just happened? But – on the flip side of that, these same conversations on not being able to turn defense into offense and not being able to take advantage of your mismatches. There was only one mismatch on the floor tonight, and you couldn't get the ball into them. We have NBA players that can't throw passes into the post. That's crazy. And when 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 um uh, Stacey King called that out, I was like, huh. And then I started watching for that every single time, and I was like, well, I'll be damned. Like, how can you not make an entry pass and you're a professional NBA player? You've made it to the highest level of the sport that you possibly can. And it, and you can literally, like, it was like Kobe, unfortunately, I got to call Kobe out, was was terrified. I don't know, was it, he was worried about throwing, uh, uh, a t- get, causing a turnover or what? They could not take advantage. There were so many times where small people were on. And even forget it, Vooch already showed he could body Chet up in the first three possessions of the game. Hey, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Did you just change the handle on there without looking? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was impressive. Can oh, we yeah. call it? Hey, we didn't see much <laughs> impressive tonight. Can we talk about the fact 
that Hayes <laughs> updated the background without ever breaking stride. If we had him at point guard, I literally was about to be like, oh, I'm Steve-O today. And before I could, he picked impressive. No, you're 100% right. Um, dog, we saw we saw Chet Holmgren um, cannot guard centers. 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 Yeah. Like, he can't. Like, you watch Andre Drummond. When's the last time we saw Andre Drummond cook somebody? Andre Drummond literally was cooking him defensively. And on the other end, there was nothing he could do with it. That was a technical foul, by the way. I saw a couple people trying to argue that. That's a tech, bro. You can't dunk on him and then pull up. And pull up. It was the pull up. You can't pull up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that was that was crazy. But, but no, like, it that that to me shows that. And, and again, talking about the same old, same old, right? I'm sorry, Billy Donovan, that your rotation, that is uh, the Lord's rotation, uh, didn't work there. But you have to realize that when you had Andre Drummond and Torrey Craig on the floor, they literally couldn't do anything with that lineup. They act, they literally could not score. Now, on the flip side of that, right, again, we had some trouble scoring. 8-0, runs for them where we're literally getting stops and just can't score. But they had nothing for that, and you just went – yeah, but now it's time to get Ayo DeSumo in the game. Now it's time to get Patrick Williams back in the game. I, I, I can't. I know it's one of 81. But there's so much that we saw today that is the exact same conversation we left the season. We literally left the season talking about taking out Kobe White and Andre Drummond in the wrong moments. Yeah. We're starting the season with the exact same conversation. That is the biggest issue that I have with Billy Donovan. I think, listen, I will say this. With the utilization of Vooch, I actually like the action sometimes. They run it way too much. But I like the action of having him in the high post. He's handing the basketball off to a shooter. You have Torrey Craig and or Patrick Williams coming up to set the screen to pop the shooter open. That's creating wide open shots. I like how he's creating offense. But do you have guys that can knock down those shots? Do you have guys on a consistent basis that I can put in the corner and knock down three? I hope you do. I hope we don't see this team shoot like that all night. But in those moments where you don't, you had one thing tonight. And it's not going to be the same thing every single night. It's not going to be Vooch every night. I know a lot of times we come here and we're like, feed Vooch. Yes, that works sometimes. That's not going to work all the time. Sometimes teams really do a great job of taking away entry passes into the post. I just don't think OKC did a great job of that tonight. But Billy Donovan is ex afraid to exploit mismatches because that creates one-on-one -on -one opportunities. You had a guy who's supposed to be your number three guy on the team go 12 minutes without taking a shot on a matchup that couldn't stop him. That's unacceptable. This was an unacceptable coaching start to the season for Billy Donovan in my mind. The players were horrible as well. I'm not absolving them of anything, but th this felt like the Bears game one. Uh, that's exactly what this felt like. I, I, I agree with you there. It, it, this this really did feel like like he just got completely and utterly out coached. Like like shout out to Dangold, who was a, a dang good offensive minded Offensive. head coach. Offensively, I think he got yeah, offensive. That's what I mean. Yeah, offensively. I thought offensive. he actually did some good things. Yeah, and so, like, I, and here's the thing, right? We generated open shots. All of P. Will's three-pointers today were basically wide, wide open. Wide open. I, mean, I think there was one where somebody closed out on him a little bit quicker than what he expected, but even then. Um, and so, you know, I do I like that P. Will was aggressive this game. There are going to be times, like, it's not a lot of games that Zach Levine's going to start off 0 for 6. I'm happy that he was able to get to the free throw line when the shot wasn't falling. But that's not going to happen a lot. 
there's going to be more things in the first half of this game where the Bulls are probably have a lead going into the halftime. If you replay this game four times, they're probably going to have the lead one or two times out of that. But, like, things just – everything just went wrong for the Chicago Bulls, specifically on the defensive side of the ball, and it just kept having the same errors there. And so we got things that we need to tighten up. Um, like I said, some signs for some, some, some things going in the right direction, at least in that first half of the game. But again, it's the the you got to take the game the game in totality. And the game right now, we got punched in our face at home yet again, and we didn't respond well to it. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Like you punched yeah. them in the mouth coming out of the second half. Uh, it's seven zero run, and yeah. they were like, <laughs> it was like, I don't know if I ever told you about the time where I, I punched a dude in school, and nobody told me he was the U eighteen uh, boxing champion. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. It didn't end well for me. You know what I mean? So I, I hit him in the mouth as hard as I could. I don't know if y'all have ever felt this feeling where you hit somebody as hard as you could, and they go, oh, that was, that was pretty good. Terrifying. The Bulls looked like 16-year-old Pat out there. That's Terrified that he was about to get his butt whooped by a dude that boxes for a living. He hit me eight times before I thought he threw one punch. I ain't going to lie. I was down. It was bad. <laughs> got bad quick. It got bad quick, bro. You know what I mean? Like, look. Look, hey, look, I'm not one of them dudes that's going to sit there and tell you I've never lost a fight in my life. Bro, Buddy was a boxer. I think he boxed past 18. Bro, hit me six times before I knew what was going on. I, <laughs> hey, and it was like, now get up. Like, oh, God, it was it was all bad. Now that's, but the, the, the Bulls tonight got hit back and didn't know yeah. how to respond, and I think that's why we get the response that we're going to be talking about in this next segment here. Yeah, man, I like there's a lot to take away from the next segment, which we're going to be talking about. Uh, Billy Donovan and Vooch get into a little exchange uh, in, in, the, in that game. But before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about a couple of our sponsors. First up, I'm going to talk to you guys about Ibotta. Starting November 1st, uh, for the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. Just add the offers in the app to redeem everything you need to make your th- Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload your receipt. I bought it gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out at your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can also earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers too when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Sephora, I'm pretty sure Dwight Howard goes in there. Uh, Download the Ibotta app and use code LOCK to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code LOCK. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code LOCK. I also want to talk to you guys about PrizePix. PrizePix is the largest independent-owned daily fantasy uh, platform in North America. We're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. You pick more than or less than two to six players, star stat projections, and watch the winnings roll in. PrizePix now offers Apple Pay for quick, easy deposits into your account this football season. With the PrizePix reboot policy, your entries stay in play even if one of the players gets injured. For NFL games or college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits the game in the fan in the first half and does not return in the second, the player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury 
insurance. Uh, so uh, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Uh, that's prizepicks.com locked on NBA and use code locked on NBA for first deposit match up to one hundred dollars. <laughs> Took you out there, Pat. Hey, want the uh, world to know that uh, the words of Hayes are Hayes's alone. He does not represent locked on rules. Listen, I listen. Dwight gotta go get Kitty her her products from Sephora. That's all it is, bro. Like it is what it is. No judgment here. There's no judgment in that. <laughs> There's no judgment in that. Oh, God. I'm glad we can come on here and laugh, dog, because there's nothing to laugh about with this team. Oh, there's, there's, yeah, there's nothing but to, to, to cry about with this team. But one of the things that stood out in this game is that Vooch and uh, head coach Billy Donovan had uh, quite a bit of an exchange that was noticeable on the sidelines. Uh, Billy Donovan, after the game of the press conference, saying that uh, confrontation is good. So, Pat, I'm going to throw this to you. It's confrontation between the head coach and starting center Nikola Vucevic, who just signed a new deal. Is that a good thing? Um depending on what you do with the confrontation. I do believe that some confrontation is good. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I think the Miami Heat are a very confrontational team. In fact, uh, Jimmy Butler got into it with Spo and Udonis Haslam, and Jimmy shot the one in the back. Yeah. Sometimes confrontation is good, but there has to be a result from that confrontation that moves your team in the right direction and puts your team moving forward. And I'm going to be honest with you, it goes even further than that. I don't know if you saw Casey Johnson's latest tweet on the matter, but he said uh, in the postgame presser that the players were having a conversation with strong words when he walked into the postgame locker room, asked if they needed more time. Players said yes. Donovan Mm. walked out. Donovan liked the players taking ownership amongst themselves. So this is not just Billy and uh, 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 Vooch going at it. This is the players going after each other. Somebody just said it in the live chat. By the way, if you're in the live chat, hit that like button. Appreciate you guys for showing love to the channel as always. Uh, I'm trying to give them a shout out here. And this is my favorite part about having the live. Uh, now I can't see it. What you basically for? what they said was uh, the team has continuity with no chemistry. And that's exactly mm. right. If I you, mean, if that was you that said that, uh, uh, say that, oh, I was Travis. Oh, no, no, Travis said, oh, there it is. Maddie Legend said no chemistry, just continuity. Uh, and, and that's how I felt tonight. And it, it's it's going to take guys coming together and working together for you to finally be able to figure that out. And the only way that you're going to be able to do that is to get through whatever these issues are that are the same issues from last season. If you can't get over those issues to start this season, I I, I, I saw uh, uh, Steve-O, who was in the chat, say 24. No, who was it? It wasn't Steve-O. Uh, uh, who said in there? Was it Kev? Said 25 games. He giving the team 25 games, basically. That was Bobby who said that. Bobby, right? Yeah. You got 15 games to figure this out before we start looking around. Like, it fits me. Now, I don't know if AK would do that, but to me, you got 15 games to figure this out because this is not you coming in with just one game of, of trying to do this and an offseason. You're in year two of this with Kobe White in there a little bit more, right? You're technically in year three of this whole project together, and this is the healthiest the team has ever started the season since year one of it. 
and that's how you come out and look. I'm glad to see that there's some uh, some heated words getting thrown around. But let's see if those heated words can end in a kumbaya and turn into something actually happen positively on the other side. I mean, listen, I, I, at some point you, you would hope that it would, right? Like these are these are people who are prideful over what they do. Like and even Vooch talking about like when he came back, just the fact that it was important for him to talk about what his role was going to be on the team. I'm yep. sure this is not how he envisioned to for a team for you to get have the mismatch, take advantage of it the little bit of time you do get in there, and for them just not to be able to get you the ball. That's the thing that sucks about all this. You just couldn't get this man the ball. Like, that's crazy, bro. Like, you you got to tighten some stuff up. And I'm glad that the players are taking it upon themselves to have that conversation because, listen, you got you to gotta hold each other accountable. That's what I want to see from my team is players holding each other accountable. And um, let's hope let's hope that it, that it breeds something uh, better out of it, right? And if we're being 100% honest on this, dog, like, if it doesn't, you know. Like, it's not going to take a while. If, yeah. it, if they come out in the next game and they play – who we play Friday? We had the – we had the uh, Toronto. In here. Uh, Toronto. If the, and they usually – here's the thing. Toronto's our get-right game most of the time, right? Like, that's usually the game where we like, okay, and this look a little bit more like what we want to see from the Chicago Bulls. We play them – really well they play us really well if you come out pretty much with the same kind of mentality same kind of energy same kind of fight and it it, when somebody punches you back like it literally looked like the bulls were going toe-to-toe toe-to-toe and then and then they finally got a punch they couldn't stop that's a fact I mean, it sucks. It's unfortunate that a team that is bet is now the third year being together for the most part of course minor changes in that but like Continuity, continuity hasn't gotten us anything at all that we can see right now. The, the head coaches had the same players for three years, still doesn't use them to the best of their ability. They still don't play together a lot of times. It's still a lot of them kind of doing their own thing out there, and that was supposed to stop this season as well. And I'll tell you what, like I said before, I'm not putting it all on him because it's not. But if Kobe White wanted to be the point guard, you have to run that show. He's going to have to learn to find his voice. And that's that's what we've seen that this is when this core is at its best is when it has a point guard that says, no, you, you need to be here. And I know Kobe is trying to find his leadership and I understand that. And I commend the growth that Kobe White's had. None of this takes away from any of that, but part of that growth and now being the starting point guard, Kobe is going to have to find his voice. He has to find his voice has to. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, Looking at um, how this team just kind of fell apart there, right? The one thing that to me that we didn't see one time was the, hey, boys, come here. Right? Because Billy Donovan ain't calling timeouts. Yeah. Bro, I mean, literally, true. right? Like when, when, or challenges, bro. bro like, when, they, when they threw a, when they came back with an 8 0 run, I started doing the Peyton Manning, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll take time out here. I'll take, we can take time out here. We 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 could take hey hey we could take a time out here like I started really doing that like oh we're not we we're still and even that aspect of it right like just calming your team down managing your team somebody's got to do it with no Pat Bev here and I tell you what it can't be Javon Carter uh, on one of three for uh, for the night from with his showing you know what I mean. Like, yeah, maybe Tory yeah. Craig can say something, but it definitely can't be Javon Carter after that. After Tory the- Craig definitely can say something as well. Like it, it has to be something. And you know, I, I mean, 
listen, hopefully through, like I said, that confrontation, hopefully something does come from it because I tell you what, you can't, I'm glad that we're not seeing three games and then they're trying to do it. Like, I'm glad that they're having it after one game. I really am because it, it needs to happen. It really needs to happen. So, no, facts, 100%. Um, hey, man, we we still got another segment to go. No, man, we appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. As always, for some reason, my ad read is gone all of a sudden. Don't know what's going on with that. But, uh, hey, man, we uh, we love you guys so much. And uh, hit that like button. Did <laughs> you see I'm stalling right now? Don't worry about that. Uh, I literally just had the ad read up and it's gone. But, hey, I do got to tell you guys about this part of the show. That is FanDuel. Snap in action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. There's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. It's so easy to use the app. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Or visit fanduel.com forward slash locked on and kick off the NBA season. FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The jokes I that I don't say, bro. That's all I can say. The jokes that I don't say really save this show. That's all I can say to that. Um, I can't let the joke go. I, okay. No uh, <laughs> I can't let that go. You um, have no idea I, how to transition out of it. Because <laughs> my brain is like, say it. No. Um, how can the Bulls improve? We got the Toronto Raptors. This is a team that uh, the, they're uh, – you know, their defensive ability kind of gives the Bulls fit sometimes, especially DeMar. It's a really difficult defense for DeMar to usually score on if, uh, efficiently. This is going to be a game where we need Vooch, need Zach Levine, probably even Kobe White to really step up. I think if we see aggressive P. Will like we saw in this game more times than not, that's going to be that's going to be a benefit for the Bulls. But when you look at this team, the matchup that we have coming on Friday and Saturday, then turn around on Monday, like what's what's something that you want to see immediately the Bulls improve on in that in that next game? Um, making shots. This is this is the same. No, and, and I know it sounds funny, right? But but it really is, right? Like even last season, uh, we talked about the Bulls getting open looks. You got to make them. It doesn't matter what you do, whether you take twenty six three pointers or forty two three pointers. Yes, forty two makes you look a lot better in the league averages. Uh, but just making shots and and being confident in the shot that you're taking and. Like that's the number one thing that you can improve upon. Heck, if the Bulls shoot ten percent better today, we're having a completely different conversation about how competitive this is. And when the game was close today, looking at the numbers here, when you look at the first half, they didn't shoot the basketball well from three either. They were eight for twenty. Uh, actually, that's not that bad. That was forty percent. Uh, the Bulls yeah. were, were six for twenty-three, though. Right, a deficit that you can make up in that whole situation. The second half, though, it was over. They shot eleven for nineteen. Yeah, like it, they, and you just you can't compete if you can't make threes. And the Bulls found a way to create open looks. I love that they were creating open looks all night, but you have to be able to consistently knock down that shot at at least a 38% clip. 38%, we're sitting here having a conversation about the Bulls going down in a hard-fought game 
that, uh, you know, they just got beat by a better team. And does it suck that OKC right now is a better team? Yeah, but that that's a conversation I'm more willing to have because that's just the reality of what, what the world is right now. Yeah, you know I mean, like, OKC is a better team than the Bulls. Big shot. Uh, but you didn't even compete in that aspect. And that's the one category where you got destroyed all night. Yeah, I mean, listen, the the Bulls' inability to shoot consistently. I mean, we even saw DeMar trying to take some threes. I I think uh, I said this over on Central. I feel like the Bulls took the wrong message. Um, I get you need to shoot more threes, but sometimes it was like they were just jacking them up. They did, like, there are times where Drummond, to his credit, got an off. What did we talk about in the preseason? Drummond got the offensive rebound and actually passed it out to a guard. Instead of running a play, they just immediately jacked up the shot maybe on the next pass, if not immediately after that. And so... If you're hitting it, if you're in rhythm, cool, do that. But don't do that when you're trying to find your – that's not a find your shot shot. That's a, when you're in rhythm and you got it going. That's what the OKC Thunder did. When you're trying to find your, your shot, when you're trying to find your rhythm on offense, you need to run a play. When, you're, when your centers are getting you extra possessions – you have to kind of slow things down and sometimes when your offense is out of control and we saw this offense get out of control and nobody reined it back in. Nobody. Not the head coach, not any of the point guards, not any of the players, nothing. And so that is something that I want to see this team do. This fine. Shoot more threes, especially if they're going to be wide open. Take all of those. But when you, if you're getting offensive rebounds, which is something we never did consistently last year, you got to be able to be smart. You got to be able to be smart about it. Well, I think even though, like, the only thing I will push back on that is it got to a point where you had to take them because you got down so bad. Like, there was a short window for you to do that, and that was early in the third, right after that 7-0 run where you came down and knocked down two three-pointers. Like, that's the only time, the only – because after that, we blinked and it was over. You know what I mean? Like, that was your your window where you were like, we can – okay – now these shots aren't falling again. Let's get back in the paint. They just went on an 8-0 run to respond to our 7-0 run and went right back up. Let's get ourselves some buckets here. That's where I would have liked to see that. By the fourth quarter, you had to shoot. Like, you you were – what was it? We went into the fourth with a 17-point deficit? At that point, it was over the – Yeah, I mean, like, you're, you're coming back over. out. Now, granted, right, even, even to that, like, another Billy Donovan thing that he did today, a Billyism, if you will. Uh, that irritated me. Um, there's no way I'm starting that fourth quarter without Zach Levine. What's he been doing the entire offseason? What is Zach play minutes wise tonight? 28, 29? Uh, like that. It sounds about right. I'm sorry. Um, are they tired? <laughs> it's the first game of the season. They better Zach not Levine be. Played, is that is that right? Zach Levine played 24 minutes today. 24 minutes today? Zach Levine played 24 minutes today. I get it. He's off. I get yeah. it. The shot was off. Guess what? Some He's guy- the only starter to play less than 30 minutes. That's crazy. He played less than Patrick Williams today. I, like, I get it. Sometimes the shot is off, and maybe you feel like there's a lineup that you can go with that's a different lineup than that. And I'm, I'm not mad at – I'm not going to lie. I'm not mad at a lot of the lineups that he put out there. I don't think that there was anything where I was like, this lineup don't fit. Um, But what, what, what do you need a break? You needed a breather? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Shout out to my dad in the building. He says, well, he was in foul trouble and shot was over. He was in foul trouble the first half. Second half, he didn't, he didn't get a second. Yeah, he didn't get a second, uh, a single foul in the whole second half of the game. But, yeah, I mean, his minutes were a little bit low from having to sit in the first half. But um, I just ultimately when it comes down to this team, this second was a half. loss where. 
Second, yeah, I say second half. It was the loss where second half just, minutes. He played fourteen minutes in the second half. He played a quarter of basketball. A quarter of basketball. It just, it just sucks, man. And so we'll see what comes of this team on Friday. Let's see how they adjust. They'll have a shoot around on Thursday. Uh, let's see what they can do. Is Thursday at home or are we back on the road on Thursday? I know, like ten of our Friday. ten out of a Friday's our, our next Friday. Game. Uh, we are at home on Friday, though. Home on Friday, so yeah, they get to stay home. Uh, let's hope that they come out with a better game plan, and let's hope that this team doesn't come out flat. That is what yeah. it is. So. This is our this is our next four here. We got Raptors on Friday, uh, Pistons on Saturday, then we got Pacers on Monday, Mavericks on Wednesday. So the season is here, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I guess. Uh. Become a Chicago Bulls fan, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Uh, it was it was all all love when we had had were coming off six titles. So, um, <laughs> just born a little bit too late for me. A little, I saw like the last. I saw the last one. That's the only one I remember. I remember the last one. Listen, <laughs> like it's, four years old. It was crazy. Uh, uh, hey, uh man. yeah, man. Go ahead and send us home, bro. Let's get up out of here, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us. Uh, hit that like button, subscribe to the page, follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. We'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be back every day, man. Thank you guys for making Locked On Bulls your first listen every single day. I'm Hayes. That's been Pat the Designer, man. We're gonna go ahead and head out of here because guess what? Losing sucks. We've been doing a lot of that over the last few years. So, man, uh, we will catch you guys tomorrow bright and early, man. Peace out, y'all. Peace.